Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast, because Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to listen to. I know what I'm doing. I know where the audio no track is. There. You don't need to worry about the audio track. I know where the audio yeah, track is. Stuff going, just making sure everything's right. Just <laughs> taking some days off sometimes, you know, get out of the rhythm. Nah, man. I'm back in. I'm Most days, in. You, before we start, you're sitting there. I know. It's a new year. Am I forgetting it's, something? It's 2020. I'm on point. I'm just trying to I've make got sure that... 2020 oh, vision, my friend. Well, that's because he had LASIK. Uh, that is true. That is totally true. Uh, uh, however, speaking of uh, having vision, we, I got a vision of us being. <laughs> Did like, you bring your lunch in a brown paper bag and you is it you put your your initial on it? Is that what that is over there? <laughs> I'm like the Zodiac killer. Look at that S. S. <laughs> well, you know, first of all, you only really do that if you put that in the refrigerator. Okay. To differentiate. Also, no. I never bring lunch in a brown paper bag. Would you like me to explain this? this no, has I, nothing I, to do I, with I wanna, you. I want to create. I want to create my own backstory. It's <laughs> funnier. Okay. Anyways, get, carry, carry on. Okay. Carry on if you want. I made two sandwiches. One for Lacey. <laughs> one for myself. I made hers a little bit more. I gave her a little bit more roast beef in the sandwich, mm. and so I wanted to make sure she got the beefier sandwich. I did two paper bags, one with an L, one with an S. <laughs> so, yes, I did do that. Anyways, uh, Wrestle Kingdom is coming up this weekend. Oh, yeah. Friday night and Saturday we night. Do you know what time that starts our time? Do I know what time it starts our time? I'm assuming, look at that right there. I'm thinking Late. like 11 o'clock. Not enough people appreciated this picture, I, I, I think. Well, it's great because that's like the old, they changed it for this year. If you Google Wrestle Kingdom 14, they still have these. They still these. have those with they the white background? They still have those with okay, the white background. They have art, too, that's a lot more elaborate. Yeah, they've got elaborate stuff, too. But if you if you Google that, it's there. And so I did the one where they have the white background and the logo. I even no, put good. a little glow behind it. That's good. Yeah, that's right. We're doing, we're doing our live stream reactions both for Wrestle nights, Kingdom. Both shows. Both nights. 
So that's going to be very exciting. Yeah. I, it's my one of my New Year's resolutions, one of my goals for the year, is to keep up with New Japan a bit more, man. Because I don't, I don't know who those the never t- tag team people it are. It looks like it starts at 11 p.m. Pacific. That's what I figured. For the pre-show, and the main card will start at midnight. Is that when the New Japan Rumble is going to be? Probably. Are they even going to have it this year? I, I don't think they're going to have it. They didn't have it last year. Rumble. I know. That really made me mad. That's, that's, why I just, that's why in 2019 I fell out of love with New Japan because they stopped doing the Rumble. That really made me mad. Anyway, solid episode of. Uh, do we have any other programming notes? Oh, we're gonna have a big sale going on on the on the shirt. I gotta put up some more. So uh, for Wrestle Kingdom nights one and two, uh, maybe we'll sell out night one. I don't know. Probably. But we have a bunch. Uh, we have a bunch of those shirt. We have a couple of those. Couple couple of each sizes. Oh, the Friendo Club shirts. Yeah, a handful of each size. Friendo yeah, Club shirt sticker size. packs. So we're gonna be putting those up. We'll let everybody know, and then y'all are gonna have to go snap them up yeah. real quick. Yeah. Um, and then we're also everything else in the store is going to be massively discounted. Yeah, we're going to have a, a, a we're having a Wrestle Kingdom blowout sale, baby. There you go. That's what we're doing. Wrestle man. Kingdom blowout. Oh yeah. Anyways, new beginnings for the Frendo uh, market. Well, yeah, new beginnings uh, for our our, our stock room back there. <laughs> That's right. Uh, everything must go. Deals. Everything must go. Deals. Exactly. Uh, Aw, it seems like they did a little bit of reflecting last night. They watched, uh, oh, yeah, predictions just went up yesterday. They must have watched that before the show went on because uh, they're following through one of my predictions. They're going to become the realization. They start winning things. Oh, they've made that realization. That then It started That's out. That's why I felt like it was a safe prediction to make. I was cracking up. Well, let's see if they win titles. They're going to win titles. I was cracking up when I saw that opening video package. They were like, all the people want to see the elite win. We need to get back on track and start winning. And uh, I was like, "Oh man!" So they've been reading, they've been, they've been tuning in, yeah. to something, anyways. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of interesting. We saw. I, I felt like last night was a bit of a back to basics approach. There was a lot. There was a lot of wrestling. Yeah. Um, Not there a was, lot of talking. There wasn't a lot of talking, but there was enough. There was there was like a decent amount of talking. Um, and a uh, 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 drunk Hangman Page might be my new favorite thing. Yeah, that's pretty good. Did you see his response when they cut back to him after that Britt Baker Rio thing? Oh, hi. No, he, yeah. well, there's that, but he, he just responded. He didn't talk. He was, he was in the back and he just went. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. No, it's good kind stuff. Kind of blinked his eyes a couple times. It yeah. was great. Uh, no, it was good stuff. Um, I like that. Uh, we got the stipulations for the MJF Cody thing. Those um, are kind of all over the place. I don't know. That's, that stuff, that's a mess. It is a mess. It's hilarious. Um, but I like it. I think it's pretty clever. Um, it's like really over the top. Uh, and then, yeah, I thought it was a decent episode. I thought, the, fun, yeah. yeah, I thought, you know, I thought was actually actually had a little bit of a little bit of a breakout episode last night. Sammy Guevara. I had no idea he was that good on the mic. Mm. He's very he's very natural. Like he comes out there like you got to understand this guy, you know, before AEW, you know, he was a big, big name on the indie circuit. Yeah. But I'm not sure like what his typical crowd size well, would man, have been. We, we heard him cut kind of a promo to PWG show, and it was not great. It was not great at all. It was just I'm the greatest wrestler ever. But having to, I know it's terrible to to walk through a crowd. It's always these things that like are really you don't really think about how difficult it must be. He's on a mic interacting with the crowd as he's interacting with Mox. Yeah, getting in there, being the lone guy who's there to pitch to him. Out a lot. Of oh yeah, and yeah. he's vlogging at the same yeah. time. Um, I thought he was really, really good. I thought he really, really stood out. And then, of course, he had that fantastic match with uh, with Dustin. Yeah, um, that was really great too. Yeah, that was good too. I mean, Dustin is like man, freaking a million years old, and he's moving like he's in his twenties still. Amazing, amazing. So that's crazy. Amazing. Um, anyways, uh, I guess that means we could just hop right into it. Sure, man. why not? So show kicked off. 
the first match was Darby Allen versus Cody. Mm-hmm. Cody likes kicking things off. Um, and preceding that was a brief video package of Darby. He was doing a Joe, uh, Joe Hendry thing. Yeah. You're seeing a Joe Henry music video where yeah. he has like a mask of somebody's, like yeah. his next opponent's face. Yeah. <laughs> and so he takes the mask off and they set, it's a Cody mask. Darby was Darby. doing it not to comedic effect. Yes. So he took the Kobe, Cody mask off. It was always just a piece of paper. Yeah. Uh, took it off, lit it on fire, burned it. Wasn't like Mission Impossible. No. Right. Uh, no, I like that. I like to have him do that. It's cool stuff. He's super over. It's kind of funny, though, because like the idea, oh, man, we're the elite. We have to get back on track. We have to win. It's like, yeah, but people really like Darby Allen. Maybe he's not the first guy to start off against. Yeah, maybe not. But, you know, it's, no, it was a killer match. Regardless. It was a really good match. And, yeah. and, and if it weren't for Arn Anderson very calmly and, <laughs> and collectively telling Cody to get his knees up, yeah. Darby could have won that match. Yeah. I think that was the point of that. That was the point, sure. Yeah, that Darby probably would have won had it not been for Arn being a coach. Yeah. How did you feel about all that? Arn as Cody's coach. I mean, I don't really think it's necessary, but. <laughs> That's the general consensus. He's Arn. Arn's great. Yeah, Arn's awesome. I like it just because, like, you know, if you build up this big legitimate thing, like Cody brings in Arn, and then, you know, I don't know, like the Nightmare Collective is doing, she's doing her own thing yeah. over there, which is weird. That's not yeah. going to be part of it. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I like it. I think it's fine. It is just kind of silly, though. There's a weird amalgam. This guy can't even challenge for the title. What does he care if he wins anymore? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know? Uh, well, he said, I think in an interview somewhere, that he wants all the other accolades at AEW, which is what? Well, he can't have the diamond ring. That's already on MJF. Well, that don't be surprised. That's on the line at some point between when the match between the two of them. Maybe, perhaps. That's um, a good point. Anyways, it's, it's AEW, and, and, and more often than not, it's, it's to, to quality uh, effect. AEW is this weird amalgam of old school WCW and like kind of Ring of Honor and kind of New Japan. Well, like it's it's an amalgam of, of no, you're right. It's like old school WCW and then two twenty eighteen Independence. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what it is. And then next week they're gonna they're gonna honor the legends of Memphis wrestling. Okay, okay. Is there a segment for that, or can we just talk about that now? They just made an announcement. No, no, no. I know, I I know. But during the no, show, no, no, I don't no, know no, if no, you had no. it written. No, down there's somewhere. just a card. How are they going to do that? Without Lawler? Without Lawler? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. How are you going to do that? I don't know. Uh, Brian it's like, Zane. On, Memphis wrestling is. It's, Brian, Brian Zane on Twitter this morning had a list of some other people, but of course, Lawler's not on it. Yeah, it's like Dutch Mantel. Uh, I mean, I, could you talk about Andy Kaufman, I guess? You could talk about him, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, I don't. I, I mean, I don't, I'm sure. I'm sure there's. Here's the thing. I'm sure there's other people who are legends in the Memphis area outside sure. of yeah. Waller. However, they're legends in the Memphis area. Yeah. You know, and and yeah, some of them might have achieved some measure of success on a national level. Well, okay. Here's the Waller is the household name. What is the exact? What is the? What is it called? Legends of Memphis Wrestling? Is that what it is? Something like that. I yeah. think if you here's the problem. If you use the word legend, legend is a Big word. Mm-hmm. It means a very big thing. Yes. And honestly, if I were to say, dude, if we were to play password and the password was Jerry Lawler and I, you know what I would say to you? Legend of Memphis Wrestling. There would be one word. Yeah, I know. You wouldn't say Dutch Mantel. You wouldn't say whoever else on that list. Yeah. You'd say Jerry Lawler. Yeah. I know. And he's he's the guy on Raw right now. Let me ask you this. Are they going to say the name Jerry Lawler on that broadcast. Let's see why they couldn't. They would have to, yeah, right? It's, they would it's have say to. say the King Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Or Jerry yeah. the King Lawler. They'd have to. Yeah. Yeah, they'd have to. Yeah. Because there's only really one legend in Memphis wrestling. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Yeah. I, I think everybody's ears perked up. Like, what? Lawler? 
Like he's so synonymous with that idea. Even like when I looked, because I knew it was going to happen when they made the Twitter announcement, they like put it on Twitter. Every, literally, it's just the mentions are just endless gifts of Lawler. And here's the thing too, like they they've had a show in Charlotte already, right? Didn't they have a show in Charlotte? Probably that sounds right. Like they could have had a, 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 a honor the legends of Mid Atlantic Wrestling, mm-hmm. and you could have found tons of people for that. True, yeah. You could have brought Flair in in theory. Yeah, yeah you know, sure. yeah. So, yeah. Speaking of Flair, Charlotte Flair got engaged. Congratulations. I know. They look so happy. They seem like the happiest couple. Always. The happiest couple. They're on a boat, apparently. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, they look they look great. Anyways, uh, so then we got to Darby Allen versus uh, Cody with Arn Anderson. Yeah, that's a great match. Um, and it was fun. another just absolutely terrific match. Just really, really I fun. really want to see Darby versus Kenny Omega because that might be the fastest match in history. Maybe. Has, he, has Darby fought Phoenix yet? Not in AEW. Yeah. That's another contender for fastest match ever. My God. That, I want to see that just for the suicide dives. Oh, you hell know yeah. what I want to see? I want to see Darby Allen in, in, in AAA. That could very well happen. Yeah, yeah. That could happen. Yeah, totally could. We were talking earlier about the possibility we might co-stream Raider Reyes this year. Which I mean, is the only thing that precludes us from doing it is them not giving us the opportunity of doing it. Like if, Correct. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if they AAA all of a sudden decides, eh, or they don't air it on Twitch like the last Triple Media, they just... Randomly, only aired on on local television. I was looking, uh, so I was looking for AAA events that are coming up, just to sort of pre-plan stuff once. Um, and uh, front row is like eleven hundred dollars. Like the general admission, like the cheapest ticket uh, for Triple Mania. For no, I'm sorry. For I want to say Raider Reyes. Wow, I think Raider Reyes is four hundred dollars. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's really expensive. That's what I thought too. Oh my gosh. Maybe I was, I mean, I don't know, maybe I was misreading something, but clearly I thought it said $435. I was like, okay, what's the cheapest seat? Like $25, $435, is that like in pesos or something? Because Rita Mexico is a good-sized place. A, well, I don't I don't know. I'll have, to, I'll have to look at it again. Yeah, I double-check that. I'll double-check that one. Let me take a look here. All you right. go ahead. Go, go, oh, so do, yeah, do, yeah, yeah, do my, little, my yeah. little rundown. So early on, there's this great... Uh, I can check out now. <laughs> uh, yeah, check out. You got three minutes. Uh, <laughs> Early on, there's this great bit between Darby and Cody. So here's a, like Cody is a good wrestler. I mean, he's a decorated amateur wrestler. He, I think he was Georgia State champion or something like that at sure. one point. Uh, he's not the fastest guy. True. And so one of the things, because we didn't really see it so much in their first match, uh, that match is all about Cody wearing down Darby and, and not letting him take advantage of his speed, uh, how well Cody would keep up with Darby. And Cody did a fantastic job keeping up with Cody. Mm-hmm. He might not, well, very few people can match uh, Darby from the quickness perspective but if you're in position your footwork is good mm-hmm. you know you can you can you can you know you can you can keep up and that's yeah. totally what Co- cody did uh there's a great sequence early on just bang 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 they're just trying to pin each other yeah great yeah. pinning combination sequence early on uh shortly thereafter darby avoids a crossroads uh, a couple other moves from cody cody hits him with a forearm they trade some strikes cody eventually sends darby out of the ring uh darby trips cody on the apron um and then he falls with a back in the ring a springboard back elbow, then the suicide dive, which basically was a mid-air shoulder tackle. Yes, that was great. Um, and he starts working over Cody's shoulder, ramming it into the ring post. Um, he tosses Cody back in the ring. Cody hits a disaster kick. Uh, Darby gets back in the ring, and again, just keeps on working over Cody's left shoulder. Uh, Cody responds to all that by starting to work over Darby's legs, puts him in a figure four. Darby gets the ropes. Uh, again, focuses on the arm, takes the turnbuckle pad off the turnbuckle, uh, pushes Cody towards it. Uh, Cody puts on the brakes, kind of backdrops Darby over the top rope. He lands on his feet on the ramp and he hits a top rope fun splash. Cody, though, rolls through, gets two count. 
Um, so Darby has the advantage for a while. Are you stuck there? No. Uh, when you're done with your thing, I'll, I'll right. we'll talk about uh, uh, Darby this. has the advantage, but then Cody hits a power slam. Uh, then a Cody cutter. Doesn't go for the pin, though. Mm-hmm. Interesting move. Because mm-hmm. um, I think he beat... Who did he, who did he get a match against last week? Cody. Oh. He's beaten someone with a Cody cutter before. It wasn't the, the blade. I think he beat with a, with a oh, Cody yeah, cutter. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, then he hits the super, uh, superplex, reverse superplex. That gets him a two count. Uh, Cody puts Darby up the top rope. Uh, Darby headbutts Cody's bad shoulder, follows with a sunset flip powerbomb, uh, gets a two. Then he hits his stunner, goes up top. Uh, Cody rolls the apron, and Darby like you know pivots to look at him. Cody's lying on the apron. Of course, during the first match, same situation happened. Darby went for the coffin drop. Missed it. Cody moved. Yeah. He hits apron. This time, he goes for coffin drop. He hits it. Um, uh, Cody goes for another Cody cutter. Darby escapes it. He goes for a stunner. Uh, Cody catches it, hits crossroads, but Darby kicks out. Yeah. And that was huge. Yeah, it was big time. So Darby's in the corner, the one with the exposed uh, turnbuckle. Cody charges. Darby moves, so Cody hits exposed turnbuckle. Darby goes up top, uh, and then Arn gets on the apron. And you can see him very calmly, puts his knee up, starts tapping it, and I guess says, hey, put your knees up. Mm -hmm. So Darby goes for coffin drop. Cody gets knees up, and then he rolls up Darby for the win. Yeah. Yeah, he rolled up like got like got right on top. So of it wasn't. It, I mean, the, there are two matches: one time limit draw, second Cody got a win, but it was more of a strategic win as opposed to a definitive. Hey, I I hit my finisher on you. I yeah. won. I like Arn is coach. It cracks me because he's like a football coach. He was covering his mouth mm-hmm. when he was telling him the instructions. I know, like when they have a a, a, a meeting <laughs> on the mound at a baseball game, where he has their gloves over. The yeah, mouth. they do that. Yeah, and then in football, they cover with a clipboard too. Um, no, it was an absolutely terrific match. I gave that thing like 30 minutes too. It was, it was huge. great. It was awesome. It was great. Uh, so, okay. So what did you discover here? Okay. So I think it isn't, is this from a, a, a this maybe it's like a, a, like a, a stub hub type situation here. Okay. Is that so, so that's a possibility. I don't know. It's something called tusboletos.mx, uh, which, uh, yeah, so I don't know. It says Lucha Libre, Reyes, Reyes, uh, but it's at Poliforum Zamna, which is not. Uh, Arena Mexico. Arena Mexico, yeah. right? So so here's the deal. So it says Todos los Precios son en pesos mexicanos. So I think it means everything's in pesos, right? But they have dollar signs next to them. Yeah. On top of that, so General says, th- so it's either too cheap or too expensive. $345, so it's uh, all together. But in, in U.S. dollars, that's like nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like, 20 bucks. That's like okay? bucks, yeah. So then do the same thing for 1300 pesos to dollars it's like 70 bucks that would be first row that'd be first row so that would mean it's 70 dollars for first row rate arrays why are we not going there we should go there we should do that that sounds amazing that'd be fun that sounds great we should do that i'd rather co-stream here though. yeah no yeah anyways uh, so yeah, I don't know. That's a point. Maybe triple mania. Maybe we'll do triple mania. But I mean, my thing—the thing is, like, one reason why I was like, "Oh, that's probably like normal for it to be that expensive." Uh, if it was, in fact, thirteen hundred dollars and three hundred forty-five for general admission, is because so many people watch this thing. Yeah, like it is very popular. Oh, it's enormously it's popular. Su- yeah, su- very popular. Yeah. So, anyways, back to AEW. So who knows? I don't who knows? Know much of this. More research. It's either required. a lot or a little. Yeah. Uh, next, we get an SCU interview. First, Scorpio Sky speaks. Uh, he's talking trash, but the Dark Order calls him spooky perverts. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, next, uh, Kazarian talks, um, and he's interrupted by Sammy Guevara. 
Um, and he's going on about how he thinks LAX, XLAX. Sorry. Sammy's wearing a new Inner Circle shirt. Yeah. A much, a much better one. Well, it pops more. Yeah, it pops more. Exactly. It pops more. Uh, how, how he's uh, of the opinion that XLAX can beat them. And then he looks over to Daniels after he pipes in a little bit. It's like, what do you got? You don't even have it anymore. He so said, got, "All you got is wrinkles." All on you your got face. is wrinkles. <laughs> Which is Christopher Daniels. Actually, you know, everything else might have gone, but his face actually still looks the same as it used yeah, to. Yeah, pretty much. He doesn't really have a lot of wrinkles. No, there. he doesn't. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Daniel steps up to Sammy, says, "How about we have a match next week?" Yeah, that should be a See good about one. That, that yeah. should be a good one. Yeah, as long as the the, ramp, the stage or the ramp isn't right up against the the ring. I'm sure he's learned his lesson. You know how he would have hit that even if he, that hadn't happened. That was a tough spot to begin with. Tough spot. Tough spot. Next, fantastic uh, four-way bout. Yeah, this is fun. Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker versus Riho for the AEW women's title. We kind of knew Riho was going to retain because yeah. Chris Statlander is actually the number one contender. Yeah. Right. Um, but it was actually a really fun match. So she was supposed to have this match. But then there was like a mix-up in scheduling. She had a bar wrestling match to go to, and uh, instead of like pulling their, you know, their big dog card, they said, "No, you—that's a commitment of yours. You go do that. Yeah, we'll just have this match." And then, of course, you know, Twitter, you know, freaking anti-AEW. Oh, I can't even. Why did you? It's like, come on now. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Come on. They're, allow, they're really allowing talents to honor their, uh, really their commitments. Yeah, this is a fun match. This is a blast. Uh, right before, even before the match started, Nyla comes up, cheap shots Riho, grabs the belt, hits Brit. And then she comes from behind her. Kendo stick shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, follows the running knee. Bell rings amongst all that. She gets a two count. Uh, and then Rose pulls Sheeta out of the ring. Gets a table from under the ring. Uh, and her and Sheeta are brawling ringside a little bit. Riho goes to the top rope. Top rope fun splash on the on the Sheeta. Yeah. Uh, go to a commercial break. Nyla Rose has the advantage throughout. Uh, she power bombs Riho. Uh, on to Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. That's that spot always scares me now. Ever since that uh, on NXT where Anthony Bowens was involved and got knocked out. Oh god, he took yeah. Took elbow to his face. Yeah, or to his head. Um, she goes for the cover. Riho breaks it up, uh, and then Nyla Rose tries to power bomb her, but then she reverses it to a backdrop. It's not the not the not the not the last impressive feat of strength by Hikaru Shida in this yeah. match. Um, so she puts Shida across the top rope, hits the guillotine knee on it on her. Sorry. Uh, then goes puts her on the table ringside, hits a senton off the apron, 
Um, and as uh, Rhea, as Rose is getting back in the ring, like she's laying on the apron, Riho hits a top rope double stomp on her. And when she fell off that, she almost like her head almost hit the edge of the table too. Yeah. That was rough. That could have been bad. Yeah, it could have been bad. So Rose comes to, Britt hits her with a draping DDT, uh, covers, gets a two count, transitions immediately into Lockjar, tries to, can't get that, tries to go for a triangle. Rose powers her up, power bomb. Riho breaks up that pin. Uh, and then Riho uh, hits a coup de gras on Nyla Rose, goes for the pin. Uh, Britt breaks that up. Uh, and then Rose, Nyla Rose stacks Sheeta on top of, no, Riho on top of Sheeta, goes to the top, goes for a swanton, misses. Sheeta goes for a shining wizard, misses that. Riho's right behind her with some running double knees, pins. Sheeta breaks that up, and then she hits the falcon arrow on Nyla Rose. Yeah, it was rad. Only gets a two count, though. Um, and the finish saw Britt going for a lockjaw on Sheeta. Uh, Sheeta kind of rolling her up. And then uh, not, uh, Riho coming in and rolling up Sheeta, I believe. Jackknife, no, Britt, jackknife cover for the win. Yeah, yeah. And afterwards, Rose lays out Riho and then sets up another table, uh, puts Rio on top of it, hits a f- uh, top rope splash, puts her through the table. Yeah, it was really good stuff. Later, It was on, a lot of fun. Later on, we got, uh, we got to see a bit of a new side from uh, Britt Baker. We'll talk about that in a little bit. So that'll be interesting to see how that – I mean, one thing about the the women's division, um, this is the only women's division match, which is a really, really good one. Mm-hmm. And they do – I mean, they, they've made decent use. Um, they have such great characters in that division, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I wonder – you know, I know Brit, Britt's probably going to turn heel here in a second. Seems that way. Um, but, man, she's sort of like third on the heel totem pole. You know, you got know. you got Brandy and uh, an awesome Kong mm-hmm. as sort of one A, one B, or whatever. And you got Nyla Rose. And you got Nyla Rose putting everybody through tables. Who's like just a force of nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got Britt Baker, who just sort of yells at Rio. It's going to be interesting for her to stand out because. Well, I think she, I think in terms of her approach to, I mean, you have you have Nyla and you have Awesome Kong, who can just overpower anybody. Yeah, Britt would have to be a strategist. It, it's really interesting with Nyla Rose and Awesome Kong. You'd think they fill sort of the same thing, but they kind of don't, like they have their own take on it, and I really yeah. appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, me too. They're, 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 it's a very creative take on both of them. Yes. Um, uh, so a couple people here mentioned that uh, uh, pesos use dollar signs there you as go. well. Uh, Joshua Martinez, Lena Bliss, uh, and then Carlos Hackworth also mentioned that we forgot to mention this. <laughs> it was great at the end of that Chris Daniel Sammy Guevara uh, interaction. He licked his thumb and swiped his screen, <laughs> swiped his phone. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah. like, oh, you got spit on my camera. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that was funny stuff. Sammy Guevara was so good last night. He was so good. Uh, next, Joey Janela interview, or we thought. Instead, Penelope Ford came from behind him, low-blowed him. Yeah. She was there for a bit, too. Yeah. Because <laughs> he goes, oh. Because what's his face? Uh, uh, Marvez? Marvez? Yeah, I think so. Marvez. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's down there. He's, he's like talking to him and then he goes, Oh, and then the camera very slowly goes down there. She's, she's just, still just right there. Yeah. Like, I guess the, whatever area, maybe just kind of grinding it in grinding, a little bit, <laughs> grinding it there. And then, uh, he, so he goes down and she then gets up and her and Kip walk off. Kip Sabian shows yeah. up and then they walk off. Yeah. So, uh, and then he tweeted out, he said, you know, if you wanted to touch my penis, you could have just told me, you could have just asked me to. Yeah. 
And then uh, she said, uh, no, nah, I have a hard time finding ears. Not the case with Kip or something like that. Saying one man has a larger member than the other man. Mm-hmm. That's me is like, you know, that's the makings of a feud right there. Totally. <laughs> totally. Uh, next, we had a Dark Order video package. Uh, largely evil Uno talking. Uh, I missed this at first, but then uh, Excalibur said he made a mention of an exalted one. Yeah, dude. So he he uh, he answers to someone higher on the food chain. Yeah. There's, yeah, man. All right. How is it not going to be Chris Daniels at this point? It's got to be the higher power, right? Yeah, I know. That'd be funny. <laughs> oh, man. Or uh, I don't know what his contract status is like, but Matt Hardy. Yeah. People would turn immediately for the Dark Order. They'd be oh, all yeah. about if it. They brought, if, it was, if they brought... <laughs> if it was broken, Matt broken Hardy. Matt Hardy in there. Oh, oh they'd love gosh. it. Oh, my gosh. That place would go crazy. I mean, every match he has on WWE, he, afterwards he's tweeting about his like potential retirement. Or leaving WWE. <laughs> leaving WWE, yeah, yeah. exactly. And at the end, Uno claims you will see, soon see the full reach of the Dark Order. Ooh. It'd be interesting if Matt Hardy came over. I'd love it. That'd be great. Yes. Yeah. That'd be so great. That'd be awesome, man. Uh, next, Trent versus Mox. Uh, I really enjoy how JR uh, continually says, Trent, not Trent Beretta. <laughs> he makes a point oh. of saying that every time. Oh, Taz, he was good. I'm glad you mentioned commentary because... So yes. I, I like Tony, but Taz was there to work. Here's the thing. It was obvious he was there to work. So long as two out of the three members of the Are there to work. booth take things seriously, yes. it's good. Yes, it when is. When you got two of them joking around... Trying to pop the other one, make the other one laugh. Right. It detracts some of the storytelling. <laughs> right, I agree. Taz was there to call the match, not yeah. to hang out with his buddy. I know. He was so good. He, yeah, he was, was good. so good. He was good. And it let Excalibur do his job. Mm-hmm. And nobody was like trying to make fun of the names of moves and nope. stuff. Nope. And JR, he was there to do job now, so that's good. It was good. <laughs> it was good. I think, yeah, it was uh, the last Georgia Bulldog uh, football game of the year, so Tony would probably be back. Well, that's a bummer. Maybe he maybe he'll do dark. Get Tony on dark. I don't really or backstage. I don't. I don't really need. I thought I was like, man, let's get Tony and Jr. together, and it just turns out to be not that great. Well, like the first couple of weeks, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but Tony got like complete. Maybe hopefully, hopefully over the break, they looked at everything and said, hey, what do we need? The elite to win. What do we need? Commentary uh, take things seriously. Maybe commentary take things a little more seriously. Yeah. Maybe somebody had a talk. Maybe Jericho was like, hey guys. Can we just like take a little seriously? Maybe. Maybe. He's up there. He had a, a full team meeting. I hope so. I'd like to think that. You know. Did you see that uh, Jericho renewed his vows yesterday? I did see that. That's cool. How long has he had he been married? Oh, they've been place? married for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Right on. Well, that's good. Anyways, Trent versus Mox. This is a fun match. Trent's fun. I love I love Trent as a, as, as a wrestler. And uh, his matches are like, I mean, he's a really good wrestler in the first place. But like, I don't know. I feel like his matches are getting better mm-hmm. on AEW. Mm-hmm. He's a fun wrestler. Hey, he's a fun wrestler. He throws a good chop too. Yeah, he does. There's a couple good chops. <laughs> there was a there was a stiff ass pile driver in this. Yeah, too. man, that was awesome. That was great. That's what I like about Trent. You know, he's not like the the the, the, the largest dude. I mean, he's in good shape, but he's not the largest dude. But he can work stiff, man. That half yeah. and half, he just. I know, I know. Flung Mox back. Yeah, the power driver was stiff. Yeah, it looked great. Uh, at a certain point, though, Trent was this is kind of Trent's thing. He 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 would make an ill-advised leap out of the ring. Yeah, yeah. I like how he's been consistent with that. Yeah, that's kind of one of his through lines. Uh, Orange Cassidy, of course, he's ringside. Mm-hmm. Uh, he interjects himself, gets in the ring at one point, does the hands and pockets thing. Mox says, "Oh yeah, he's all I can about put it. hands in pockets. He's too. all about it. Yeah, but that allows Trent opportunity. Uh, hit a shining wizard, the aforementioned pile driver. That gets him a two count. 
Mox rolls out on the stage. Trent jumps off the top rope. Mox gets up, kicks him. Paradigm shift on the ramp. Ooh. Puts him back on the ring. Another paradigm shift. He gets the victory. Mm-hmm. And that's when Sammy starts walking through the crowd, talking to Mox. Of course, uh, uh, Inner Circle won an answer for Mox about whether he's going to join or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Sammy's walking through the crowd, makes his way to the ring, tells Mox, because Mox is bringing chairs and stuff in there, says, I'm not here to fight. Um, uh, we're here to get an answer for you, aren't we, Chris? Cut to the, to the, the big screen, the Tron. There's Jericho. He calls Mox the premier pro wrestler in the world, and that's why he wants him to join. He wants Mox to be an equal partner. Talking 49% of, L, of Inner Circle LLC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says, also, Mox, we're going to give you this fancy car, most expensive car in the world, Vandy license plate, if you say yes. Yeah. Do you think Mox is swayed in any way by fancy cars? No, because his truck is paid off. Exactly. So he has no desire for that stuff. Yes, we've learned that. Yeah. Um, he also doesn't seem like the kind of guy who wants to own a chunk of a business. No. I think the only business Mox cares about is, is Mox. Mox LLC. Is Mox LLC. Yes. Um, so Mox gets the mic and he just Paradigm says, shift industries. There you go. Um, and says, you know, I've always considered Jericho a friend, maybe even a mentor uh-huh. in a way. Uh, so I'm going to give you my answer face to face. I'll give you my answer next week, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Is Maybe I'm projecting here because everything Mox does, I'm looking through under the prism of this. If this is, is this is something he really wants to do, mm-hmm. because that's pretty much why he left WWE. Because sure. he does something he wanted to do. This kind of seemed like a, like I wonder if he thought I should just give him my answer now. Everybody knows what my answer is going to be. Yeah. Protracting this is not going to build more drama, as you can see when he said, "I'm going to answer you next week, Chris." Boo! Yeah, everybody booed it, but the problem is, like you know, his answer is going to be a paradigm shift. Yeah. He can't deliver a paradigm shift. To Sammy Guevara, he's just the messenger guy. Exactly, he's got to be no, there I, with I Jericho. All that. I understand yeah. that, but I feel like it's a situation where they set themselves up to deliver something they can't deliver on. Oh yeah, for sure. The whole exchange should go down in one spot. I just, I mean, I'm, a sh- I'm sure you know Jericho was off doing his vows. So yeah, scheduling yeah. wise, you're right. They should have scheduled so they're all in the same time. You know, they're all. He's pitching it, and then he gets his answer, which is paradigm shift. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree with that completely. Because yeah, the crowd was like, "Whoa, wait a second. Because I kind of felt like Moss was like. I, this doesn't make any sense. I was I actually kind of surprised. I was surprised that you're right. His demeanor was like that. I was kind of surprised that he didn't, they wouldn't have anticipated it. I was surprised he didn't give a response to the booze. You know, like, hey, this is a lot I got to think about here. Yeah. You know, I, I, I can't just, I can't, I, I have all the info. I have to talk about this with I my need, wife. I need to process this, yes. I feel like he could have charmed his way out of the booze we easily. He, he could have he mirrored what Jericho's been saying. He's like, yes, I've discussed things with my wife. Maybe even get some advice from my mother. For, yeah, I, exactly. You know? Yeah, I feel like that could have, that could have happened. Uh, next, Sammy Guevara just hung around ringside because he had a match against Dustin Rhodes. Next. He did have a picture-in-picture cue uh, card segment, though. That wouldn't bug the crap out of the sponsors of the show? Oh. Because, like, I'm sitting there... Like, not paying attention one bit to the commercial happening, but I was looking at Sammy Guevara's because yeah. they were hilarious. It was like he was, he like reiterated with cue cards, he re- reiterated the offer for Mox. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, uh, also, Victoria Justice, uh, Victoria Justice's sister hit me up. He was like trying to hit on Victoria Justice's sister. It was all funny. It was really funny stuff. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this kid is great. Um, there's another picture in picture moment in here that we kind of lost. I feel like a major story beat of this match, however. Uh, so early on, Dustin has the advantage. He goes up top. Uh, Jake Hager makes his way ringside. Yes. Serves as a distraction, but Sammy can't take advantage. Instead, he eats a ringside power slam from Dustin. Mm-hmm. And then Hager and Dustin have a bit of a, a stare down. And that allows Sammy to hit a wrecking ball drop kick through the ropes. 
Uh, so Sammy has the advantage for a bit, uh, and then uh, Dustin regains the advantage. He's about he has like he's been slamming Sammy's arm against the ring post. Uh, Sammy's selling it. Dustin goes under the ring to get a chair. Looks like he's about to swing the chair. Where's this all picture in picture? And then we go to full screen. So we don't know what happens. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what happens. We yeah. come back and Sammy has Dustin in a headlock. Yes. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention this. Jackson, Jacksonville's number one, Gion Halili, was there in attendance. He too. was. He sent me a bunch of notes. None of them really all that consequential. Um, it was all kind of stuff that you'd figure would be the case anyway. Yes. Let's see here. I'm going to read some of his notes because he there sent them to us. Uh, let's see here. Uh, people popped hard for Taz. People went crazy for Arn. Everyone loves Darby Allen. The women's match was amazing live. Everyone loves Dustin. Oh, and then this is the worst part. Where I was sitting, I had a dude to my left who wouldn't stop yelling random chants, trying to go into business for himself. I can't stand that. I hate that so much. Sitting there at a live show and there's some dude has to start doing random stuff to make himself giggle. Nobody likes that man. And then equally to the people who encourage it. Yeah, that's that's the issue. Is that that's the worst. If 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 someone did that and everyone around him completely no sold, or better, even immediately as soon as somebody starts doing that, hey, shut up! No, uh-uh, Sh- shut up. Just enough people will will find it amusing that he this individual will be encouraged to to do more and people go further. People are too with polite. It. That's why they're like, oh, this guy's trying to have fun. What he said was halfway amusing. Let's placate him. No, immediate hate. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how it should mm-hmm. be responded mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dustin works his way. Oh, sorry. Sammy misses a shooting star press. Dustin hits him with the power slam, some clothesline, atomic drop, boot to the face, spine buster gets two. And then Dustin hits the Canadian destroyer on the apron. Yeah, that was rad. Wow. Everybody was like, what the hell? That was crazy. That was fantastic. So he's about to go for the pin. Hager gets on the apron. Dustin's like, all right, well, I'm just going to go hit Hager because he broke my arm. Punches him. Um Sammy gets up, charges towards Dustin. Dustin's like, no. Back drops him out of the ring onto Hager. He gets uh, Sammy back in the ring, sets him up in the corner for, I guess they're calling it a natural kick now, is when you set up in the corner kick in the front area. And the ref's like, no, don't do it. Dustin goes back a few paces, about to charge, and the ref gets in the way. Remember that happening before? That was irritating. Technically, you know, I guess it's against the rules. You're not supposed to have someone in the corner for more than a five count. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, ref steps in the way. He's getting Sammy out, uh, out of the ropes. Hager gets in the ring, knees Dustin in the front area, mm. and then Sammy covers him for the win. Yeah, yeah. So good on Sammy Guevara. I got picked up that win. Yeah. It's vital here. So they got the career record, and then now the new year, the year record. So he's 1-0. 1-0. In singles competition. After that, we had a private party interview from their private party, which – Honestly, it was just them. It was so, just them at a bar. It was just them at a bar. Maybe they had opened the doors yet. That's possible. But They're setting up, but then Hangman Page was back there. <laughs> he just showed up, went behind the bar, started pouring himself. Uh, what was that? A whiskey? Probably. Yeah, I believe that's his uh, his drink of choice. Go to uh, on BTE. And they were like, all they were like party poopers. Yeah, man. They were like, hey, what are you doing here? Don't be pouring yourself a drink. And it's like, well. The, the, I thought this was a party. Well, I mean, you're supposed to be party doing. with a bar. You'd, like, I, I, if I'm at a party with a bar, even an open bar, it's not open in the sense that I can go back there and pour myself Did my own drink. you see a bartender? I didn't. No, maybe the doors weren't open yet. I didn't see a bartender. Doors weren't open yet. 
So, uh, uh, and of course, Hangman's like, "This is my, I just want to drink, man. I just want to drink. And then Pratt Party's like, be honest, we're, we're a little concerned about you. Yeah, he's like, worried about me? He's like, you guys should be worried because I could beat up both of you guys. Yeah. And then they're like, whoa. And then he up. leaves. And then he leaves and he grabs his drink. Yeah. He takes it out to commentary. He's got a great cowboy shirt on. I know. It looked like a million bucks. I feel like, does, why, why is it he's having such a hard time? Like, he seems like a super chill guy. Every, is everybody in AEW just a bunch of nerds and dorks or whatever? Like, they just don't want any part of Hangman Page? Seems right. I think we should, like, I want to hang out with that guy. Oh, hell yeah, man. I want to hang with Hangman. I like to drink. I mean, yeah, he seemed dude. like a fun guy. I know. Seriously. Anyways. The end The end of the show was great, though. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> um, so next with MJF promo. <laughs> I didn't do anything. You guys know you're good. <laughs> That was fantastic. Oh, man. Uh, so MJF had a promo where he lists his stipulations. Um, says uh, he will have a match with Cody. It's going to happen at Revolution. Cody has to wait till then. Yeah. Uh, stipulation one, if Cody so much as lays a finger on MJF before that match. Matches off. Matches off. Match will never happen. No. Stipulation ever. two, Cody has to beat Wardlow in a cage match. Yowza. Wow. Stipulation three, this one kind of seems like overkill. Yeah. He has to, Cody has to get on all fours and take 10 lashes from MJF. Seems like a bit too much. That's a lot. But if they, they, I feel like if they want to do that, what they should have done is had the cage match against Wardlow. Cody uh, ekes out a victory, climbs over the cage, whatever. And then MJF's like, oh, mm, one more thing. You got to do this. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, I feel like they're just they're just going. Cody will, will probably find a way either do all this stuff or find a way out of doing all this stuff. And then like three weeks time, all right. Well, Cody has his match. Like, I feel like MJF needs to keep on throwing more things in Cody's way. Yeah. So long as it doesn't get. Like, I kind of feel it, but at the same time, I kind of appreciate that we're getting all this right now because now I'm like, man. Because here's the thing: if he keeps on moving the goalpost, it's going to be like, oh my god, what's next? Well, I was going to say, as long as it's not comical. As long as yeah. it's not too much. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. This is why I like it all down. If he beats Wardlow in a cage match, and then he says 10 lashes, at that point, it will feel comical. It'd be like, oh, come on. That's too much. Well, I think the 10 lashes is kind of comical. It, it, regardless, regardless, it is. But at least here we get all the info. And we're yeah, like, no, I understand hmm, that point. How's it going to get through I just feel like this? in terms of, of, of keeping the heat on MJF. Yeah. Like if they get through all this in span of two weeks, you still have like a month and a half before, before uh, Revolution. Yeah, that's going to be interesting, though. Um, after that, we had a Jurassic Express interview. Uh, Jungle Boy's talking about how it's New Year. It's time to get that first win. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, he needs a win. Uh, I don't remember anything else about this interview, though. I remember him talking, and then I think I got up and left. Uh, and then, like, uh, 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 Luchasaurus put to say something, but then they started piping the music, so I couldn't hear anything he said. <laughs> oh, is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> okay, no wonder I left. Um, I was I packed up a lot of all the October and November patrons. Awesome! All their care packages are on the way. Fantastic! Uh, I know some people are asking about that, and I apologize for uh, taking so darn long with it. Um, but yeah, it's out there. And then uh, the December patrons, uh, you're next. After that, a Riho interview. Uh, she's interrupted by Britt Baker, and Britt goes off saying, "I'm here every week. I'm in the ring every week. She's Where like, are you? I'm running a dental practice." In addition to being here every single week, you just show up and then you leave. And Riho's like, geez, man, who spat in your soup? What the heck? Dentist? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. 
Anyways, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, like, I, it's it's sort of a tough situation for Brit, Britt Baker to be in. You know, you'd be bad guy. There's already a couple bad guys. You'd be good guys. A couple other people. I feel like everybody's moved on past Britt Baker. Like, uh-huh. Chris Detlander sort of has the buzz. Yeah. Uh, people love Riho. Yeah. Um, and then a the couple. The is great. She's really made an impression. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how she stands out. Well, I said, it's been, the, the two top heels in the women's division are, 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 are the women. big monster heels. Uh, they easily overpower mm-hmm. their opponents. Britt's got to be the strategic heel. Yeah, that's The true. tactical heel. Yeah. Think Bob Roode and NXT. Ah, okay. Where he walked in every match with a very uh, firm strategy and stuck to it, made his opponents make a mistake, he took advantage. Or, I mean, think Adam Cole and uh, NXT. <laughs> yeah. uh, next week they announce some matches. You get the Rhodes brothers against the Lucha brothers. That'll be great. Yeah, it'll be good. And then uh, Paige and Kenny Omega versus Private Party. Is it all going to fall apart at that point? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got to... Where did this washer come from? I don't know. It was just sort of sitting there. I wanted a little... You have a little bit of business. Yeah, I, I, got, I got... You know, I, I have my nervous energy, so I need my mm-hmm. bit of business. Um, so next main event, Lucha Brothers taking on Pac, Pac. Sorry, Lucha Brothers and Pac taking on the Elite. This is where all my confidence points would have gone to had we done predictions oh, with on the this. Elite going over? Because that opening thing is like, hey, we all have to get back on track. That means they're going to be winning, winning, winning. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, Hangman joined the the booth for commentary. He had his mm-hmm. booze with him. Yeah, he yeah. was he was outstanding. Yeah, like I said, that reaction to the Riho interview where he kind of was like, "Whoa," as to say, "Wow, that was awful rude of Brit." Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Give a couple blinks in there. That was great. Um, so early on, Penta's doing the packs in there first. He tags uh, Penta in because Kenny wants a piece of pack. Uh, Penta comes in. He starts doing the glove thing. He throws the glove towards the ref. Kenny catches it. Slaps him across the face with it. He demands satisfaction. Mm-hmm, yeah. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that was good stuff. Um, and then Kenny, he has the upper hand for a while. Hits a double Kataro crusher on both Lucha Brothers. Tries to uh, one-winged angel Phoenix. He escapes. Uh, Kenny goes to tag in Nick. Um, a lot of great action back and forth. Uh, at one point, Kenny pox, packs out of it. He's like not involved in the match whatsoever. Like the Lucha Brothers are doing all the work so far. Mm-hmm. Until Kenny... Uh, is going for the Terminator Tope. He runs to the ropes. Uh, Pac pulls him out of the ring, goes into the ring, hits uh, a corkscrew Tope, um, and and he has the advantage on Kenny for a while. Eventually, the Bucks come in. They hit like this great tandem destroyer on Pac. I can't even just like a wheelbarrow situation and flung, uh, was it Nick, over to Pac. It was crazy. Yeah. And then they hit stereo destroyers on the Lucha Brothers. Uh, and the match saw... Uh, Kenny and Pack in. They're trading blows. Kenny hits a snapdragon. Then, then a powerbomb goes for the pin. Penta breaks that up. And then he takes out the entirety of the elite. Lucha Brothers are going for their finish. Kenny escapes. Uh, sends Phoenix towards the Young Bucks. He hits a cutter on both. Then a cutter on Kenny. Pack hits uh, Black Arrow on Kenny. Young Bucks in to break up the pin. Uh, Pack locks the Brutalizer on Kenny. Matt breaks that up. Phoenix is in. He goes for a springboard spin kick, and Kenny obliterates him with a knee. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. That was fantastic. Anyways, he falls with one winged angel. He gets the victory for the elite. Really fun match. Cody comes down. 
uh, have an elite reunion the in the elite ring. Elite are standing tall, man. They're strong. They're waving. Come on, Hangman. Come Get on. down here. Come on, Adam. Like, no, I didn't do anything. You're good. You're good where you are. Good They're match. All opening the rings for him or the ropes for I know. him. He's like, good match. No, good no, match. I'm, I'm fine. He's got drinking. I one got hand. my new elite here with me. Yes. The 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 elite, my drink. And so he's like, I'll, I'll demure. Uh, you guys celebrate. I didn't do anything. You're good. I had nothing to do with it. It was great. Yeah, it's good stuff. He's the kind of guy who's like, no, there's no we. This isn't a team we situation. Yes. This is you guys. I can't say we. Yes. Like, nah, man, it's the elite. There is a we here. There is. People, <laughs> dang MQ here in chat said, excited these guys' review of NXT last night will only be 15 minutes. I did not watch NXT last night because it was a recap show, right? Yeah, they, they said they, they did the awards. Did the awards? They named the teams for the Dusty Classic. That's cool because it's NXT, NXT versus, versus NXT UK. UK. Yeah, Imperium's totally winning that. That'd be cool. And then they replayed like three of the best matches of the year. I think is what it was, or at least highlights. So I don't know if they showed the whole match. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Uh, got some questions here, some super chats. Tom talks rubbish. Happy New Year's, friendos. Hope twenty twenty is great. Happy New Year to you and all the friendos out there. Yeah, man. Uh, Matthew Gentry watching live for the first time. This is too much. You're too much. Steven Hansen saw uh, Chris Statlander at Bar Wrestling last night. Said she made a new fan. There's only 300 people, but the almost half, almost all the fans of her now. So it can be important. Man, I'm telling you, the, those 300 people. That's why. That's why Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era are so huge right now, man. They have they spent like a decade plus, mm-hmm. you know, like doing those shows and being as friendly as possible to all those fans. Mm-hmm. Like you and I, we we went to PW, a couple of PWG shows. Yeah. We were lucky enough to do it while it was still in Reseda. And just the two times we went, you can you can see these people there in the ring. They're being as polite as possible to everybody. Selling shirts and shaking Selling hands shirts. and taking pictures. Yeah. Even now, like in NXT, from what I understand, whenever they're they do one of the, the house shows or whatever. They're out there meeting every single last person that wants to meet them. They're there doing that, yep. and just as nice as can be. And yep. and then it translates. I mean, that's know? important. You got to make that connection with yeah. the fans. Yeah, yeah, totally. And that's what's going to happen there. I I would love to. I've I've been meaning. I want to go down and see a bar wrestling show. It's That'd on be my fun. Bucket list as well. That would be fun. So maybe we can do that in the twenty twenty. Yeah. <clears throat> let's answer some questions. What do you say? I say let's answer some questions. Uh, Thomas Dunnigan, do you think Taz should replace JR down the line if JR decides to stop doing commentary? I think that'd be great. Uh, yeah, I think like next week. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. I'm on Discord, but nobody has any questions. One person made, who I don't even know who this is, GM somebody or other, made like a rude comment about when I was mentioning uh, my wife's uh, meat sandwich earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's what Discord gives, and then they then they complain, Larson. They complain about me not being here to answer their questions or hanging out. And then but they that's have what I get. And they have nothing. They have nothing for him. Oh my James goodness. Fletcher, uh, what are the biggest pains for you in wrestling, but not actually wrestling? For example, uh, he says uh, for him it's staying up till the early hours in the morning since he's from the United Kingdom. Oh, I I would not be I. I probably wouldn't be a fan of wrestling if I had to, or at least WWE like Raw and SmackDown. I'd be like, no, man, I'm not watching that live. So I'm trying to think of major inconveniences involving wrestling. Here's what it is. It's, it's what we mentioned earlier, going to live shows and having and, and, and people in the crowd and try to make the show about themselves. That's a pet peeve of mine. Uh, so much of the good wrestling here in the States takes place, and I'm not saying it's exclusively. Here locally, we don't have anything here. Like... We can, yeah, we could go to the Bay and see APW, 
Um, but like, if you're back on the East Coast, it's everywhere. Yeah, I know. There's so much. There's there, so there much. There used to be a few uh, local promotions, and for various reasons, they've had, uh, I don't say, you know, they've had trouble putting on shows on a regular yeah, basis. Yeah. So, of late, the, heck, the last man. couple of years, so it's kind of a bummer. There's like, I, I firmly believe there's like just a hole that could be filled here mm-hmm. in SAC. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Uh, Bobby Rivera, if New Japan works with AEW, what do you guys think of them making the U.S. title the cross-promotion mid-card belt? I mean, that'd be cool. I don't think that's going to happen, but I do think that... I, do you think that Tanahashi match is going to happen? I'd be... I'm doubtful of it. I mean, you he's going to win at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, well, then that means there's going to be an AEW title I think that'd match. be great. I, I would not be I would not be shocked at all. You want to you want to blow up their ratings, AEW's ratings. Have Tanahashi show up. Have him show up. Yeah. I mean, why not? If you can do it, why not? Oh hell yeah! And if it's the the first step to something larger between the two companies. Oh my god, that's huge. That's how you do it. I man. mean, I think right now more than anything, it's just a way to build heat for that match. And if it happens, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're kind of laying the groundwork to maybe make it happen. But mm-hmm. I'd be shocked if it did. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, the way that New Japan is talk, and here's the thing: is is Nick Jackson and Jackson incessantly talking about New Japan and how they're not going to work together? Does that just like mean they are going to work I together? Because he's talking about it all I the time, know. not all the time, but still. Uh, Chris Rampersad, Mo- uh, Mockley should answer Jericho's question at Wrestle Kingdom. No, well, they're going to be in this. They're going to be. Are they on the same night? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, they're going to be. In the Wait. Yes, they will be. Yeah, because Mox is going to beat Lance Archer for that U.S. title. And so he'll defend. Oh, regardless, he's gonna. Yeah, he's he has to defend at night too against yeah. against Juice. And eat the loss, huh? Yep. Uh, Adrian C. Is it me or does having Arn as Cody's head coach somewhat hurt Cody as a competitor? Seems like Cody's above needing a coach at this point in his career. He's not a mid card guy like Spears, or having Tully with them actually makes some sense for him. I don't know. I like it. It gives him something to do. I mean, okay. So part of it, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on it. It's kind of silly. It's silly. It's superfluous. It's unnecessary. I can see why Cody thinks it's fun to hang out with Arn. That's why he's doing it. I know. I know. Totally. That's why he's doing yeah. it. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Because like, not that Arn didn't achieve single success. He did. He's a former U.S. champion, TV champion. But he's more noted as a tag team wrestler. Sure, yeah. That was his, you know, that was his area mm-hmm. of expertise for the vast majority of his career. So if Cody is going to find himself a coach to elevate himself as a singles competitor, you'd think... I mean, if we're going 80s, mid-Atlantic, NWA wrestling, you'd think, oh, Ric Flair's going to be my coach because he's the yeah. guy that could take me to the next level. Yeah, but who is and the that guy who's always behind Ric Flair? Oh, Arn, I know, totally. Yeah. I know. Um, but um, in terms of the optics of it, of having someone at Cody's side that could take him to the next level, like you think, oh, Flair, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it, to me, it's it's... It's like, do you really need Arn to tell you to get your knees up when a dude's going to drop himself on his back on no, you? No, I feel like Brandy could do that. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Cody should just sort of know yeah. that. So in that sense, to me, it's it's silly and almost comical. And it's unnecessary. Cody just wants to hang out with Arn, man. But here's the thing. I'm okay with it if we get some vignettes of them hanging out. Yes. That's what I want to see. I was so disappointed way, they yes. didn't do a promo last night because I, I think it could be a lot of fun. I know. I just want to see Arn telling stories about Dusty. Yeah. That's all I want to see. Yep. Hey, let me ask you this. Mm. 
Given that Cody's trademark for Dusty Rhodes was rejected because Dustin has Dustin Rhodes, yeah. does that mean that Dustin just sort of automatically owns Dusty Rhodes now? You're asking the wrong guy, man. I don't know anything about trademark <laughs> because, law. Because if, if it gets rejected because one guy has Dustin Rhodes and it's too close to that, doesn't the guy who owns Dustin Rhodes just sort of own Dusty Rhodes now too? I mean, I guess it, you, you could assume at least the... If WB tried to trademark Dusty Rhodes, you would assume they'd face the same answer as Cody did, which at least you would think in a certain sense, no one's going to come in there and take the Dusty trademark from them. Right. There's yeah. a certain amount of safety. Yeah, yeah. But I don't yeah. think I don't know if it's a, uh, you can necessarily make the leap based on that that Dustin Rhodes then owns the Dusty Rhodes trademark. I don't think technically he does, but he seems to have like ownership or he seems to have some domain. There's a certain level of protection. There. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, Dan Boss, why is the first cage match at AEW with Wardlow? Why not someone established? Because they want they don't want Wardlow to get pinned yet. It'd be great if Wardlow was uh, like a Calabac, you know. Mm-hmm. He gets in there in the cage. Cody annihilates him. Wardlow starts crying. <laughs> don't see him for three years. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Mathis. God damn, that's still one of the best things. <laughs> Samoa chose the best. He came up there and violated that guy. That was so damn have, good. And he's like, he's on the Florida house show circuit three years later with a different name. I know. God, oh, that was so good. It was so good. All those videos. Hey, Regal, get did. better security. <laughs> hey, Regal, get better security. Oh, man. Joe in NXT was awesome. He really was. All right, that's all the questions we got. All right, fair enough. Uh, we can do a bonus episode today. Sure, we can do why not? Overrun today. Sure, why not? We're going to show we haven't done one in a while. All right, sounds good. We'll talk about our uh, we'll talk about our our holiday break. Sure, that sounds good. Yeah. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Let's see if let's see at the last minute here. Let's see if Discord has anything to offer here. Oh my God! I call them out, and all of a sudden I get three questions. Well, you know what? Too little, too late. Oh, we'll talk. Okay, here. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, Jimmy Thomas and say W and Impact both have a partnership with AAA. Could we see the three of them working together this year? I'm going to, I mean, anything's positive. I think the closest we're going to get to the three of them working together is that they'll just be impact competitors at Triple Mania. Yeah, I know. I think that's going to be, I think that's possible. I don't think they're, I don't think they're going to interact that much. Yeah. Uh, Wong Chaco just says, hello. Hello, Wong. Hello, Wong. And uh, I'm not even answering that whoever this GM person is. Uh, he says, we give you free content. You don't respond. Also, this is code. Oh, that's Cody. I'm gonna time. I'm kicking him out of mod chat. You what? know, Cody. I haven't sent your shirt yet. Anyways, I'm just joking. I like Cody. Uh, thanks so much for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. <laughs>